Girl is a big believer that if you're an emergency clinic, you should have basic clotting tests readily available in your clinic. In most private practices, assessment of coagulation is usually limited to individual components of the coagulation profile. Things like activated clotting time, ACT, prothrombin, PT, activated partial thromboplastin time, APTT, platelet count, and D-dimers. In general, this is sufficient. However, keep in mind that we can see causes for both hypo and hypercoagulability in our veterinary patients, and both types can be life-threatening. Examples of abnormalities in coagulation include the dog that ingested anticoagulant rodenticide that develops a serious bleed, in other words, hypocoagulation, and the decreased ability to clot. Currently, the most common ways to detect this in clinical practice is by a PT or APTT. Compare this to a patient with severe pancreatitis that experiences a pulmonary thromboembolism, in other words, hypercoagulability, and the increased likelihood to clot. A PT or APTT won't help you here, as these tests don't look at hypercoagulability. Instead, more advanced testing is necessary. A more comprehensive way to assess coagulation in patients is by looking at the entire clotting process, from fibrin formation to fibrinolysis. The classic test that's used for this is thromboelastography, otherwise known as TEG. However, this is typically limited to academia as it's expensive, time-consuming, and difficult to perform in private practice. For more information, check out our podcast on TEG, Totally Expensive Gadget. Newer point-of-care coagulation monitors, like the Sinoclot evaluated here, may be a realistic alternative if you're looking for more information about your hypo or hypercoagulable patient. The Sinoclot works by measuring drag on a tiny probe as a clot forms in your blood sample. From this process, the machine generates three measurements, ACT, clot rate, CR, and platelet function, or PF. In a study performed by University of Georgia, Babsky and all wanted to evaluate the utility of the sonoclot for evaluation of whole blood coagulation in dogs and determine a testing protocol, reference values, and whether or not the measurements were correlated with the traditional ones we already use. They also compared these samples to TEG readings too. In this study, they took 12 healthy research beagles and 52 healthy adult dogs for reference intervals and used their blood samples in the sonoclot. In this study, they found that the ACT, clot rate, and platelet function were not significantly affected by a rest period. In other words, samples sat for 30, 60, and 120 minutes for rest before analysis. This is important because sometimes we're so busy in the ER or ICU that blood samples sit on the counter for a bit. In this study, normal reference ranges for sonoclot were developed an ACT of 56 to 154 seconds, a clot rate of 14.9 to 46, and a platelet function of 2.1 to 4.05. A number of correlations were found between the sonoclot measurements and TEG measurements. ACT was correlated with TEG-R time, K-time, and angle. Clot rate was correlated with all of the TEG parameters, and fibrinogen was correlated with ACT, clot rate, and platelet function. However, the sonoclot was not correlated with the common coagulation tests used in private practice, like the PT or APTT. 
So what can we take away from this article? The cytoclot values are correlated, although not strongly, with TEG measurements in healthy dogs. So as a point-of-care analyzer, the cytoclot may be useful in private practice for a more global assessment, in other words, hypo and hypercoagulability, of a patient's coagulation status as compared to actually buying a TEG machine. This is just a small pilot study to look at the feasibility of coagulation testing in dogs with the sonoclot machine and was performed to develop reference intervals in healthy animals. Because this is a small study in healthy animals, we don't know how the sonoclot would measure up to other assessments of coagulation in sick or coagulopathic patients. Because the measurements that the sonoclot gave us, ACT, CR, and PF, are new to us, we don't yet know exactly what they mean clinically or how these values compare to TEG measurements. In conclusion, the sonoclot is an exciting new tool for coagulation monitoring, as it may provide insight into our canine patient's systemic coagulation status. This may be clinically useful in emergency and critical care practice, but further research is needed. While I wouldn't go out and buy either machine right now, sonoclot or TEG, it may be less expensive than a TEG in telling you more about hypercoagulability, which a PT, APTT can't tell you anything about.